0: Real Life, Real Conversations, Motivational, Fitness, Self-Defense, Weight Loss, Live from The Great 1-8. This is Real Talk with Mark Cox.
1: All right. We are live, man. Good morning, Chris. It's good to have you on, on my show. We've done this uh this show here. I think you're matter of fact, you're either number sixty or sixty-one as far as these go. I started my podcasting back in uh right before the pandemic, and I really only kind of did it because I wanted to have this uh this this legacy for my kids. You know, that's how I started this whole thing. And then of course, just like anything else, it just kinda branches off to to something a little bit bigger than, than what I expected. And, and now I get to have these awesome guests. And as my life continues on, I meet uh, awesome people. So Chris, I met you be, before I let you introduce yourself a little bit. So people know I met you I, I was wearing, I, I was either wearing this one or I had another one that says old man, uh, jiu-jitsu jujitsu yep. rash guard yep. that day. And yep. there's like, I got something for you. And you have this uh, website for, for older uh, 40 and over Warriors that like to still roll and stuff like that. And you got quite a following on Facebook. So I joined up your uh, on the on that Facebook group that you have. And it's been pretty awesome, uh, by the way, that group. So Uh, i'm going to go ahead and let you introduce yourself because we you know this we're going to get to know each other a little bit more as we have this little interview it's not like we've been friends for a long long time so i'm looking forward to uh where where this goes and and what we talk about so chris i'm going to give you a couple minutes to talk about yourself and uh your family and where where you're from and with no further ado so chris go ahead
2: okay uh so i'm christopher pike and um i'm the creator of the jiu-jitsu over 40 page. And I also have a apparel company called White Wolves Apparel, Ground Apparel. And um, I've been doing jiu-jitsu for just about 17 years. Uh, But I've been doing martial arts nearly 35. So I hold ranks in other disciplines. Um, So I've been doing this a long time. The uh, jiu-jitsu page I created was about seven years ago. And I did that as a purple belt. And basically, um, I created it with no kind of, um, I wasn't really looking to create this huge community. I was just kind of looking to create a page to help some people, uh, exchange some knowledge, novices, uh, beginners, intermediates, experts. And, um, before the pandemic, I actually only had about 700 members, and then pandemic hit, and here I am now
1: at 22,000 members. <laughs> that's that's uh yeah that's pretty that's awesome, right? You, you know, to what you what you've created out there, and how many older martial artists there are out there. So I didn't yeah. know this about you. So talk to me about your other other disciplines. What else did you? What else okay. did you study? So when I was
2: a kid, I studied uh, Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And I studied that for about six years and uh, attained my black belt. You know, I was in Taekwondo. The uh, black belts come a little bit faster than other arts. Um, I also, in my early 20s, I started to study a, a form of martial arts called Kang Kwan Do, which is a type of Kung Fu. Um, I know you've been in the game a long time. You might be familiar with my Sifu. His name was Master Greg Woldridge. Yes, I know that name. Yes, he actually just passed three months ago. Um, Mm. He was the true martial artist. He lived, breathed, ate martial arts. And he was also a uh, 20-year Inglewood uh, police veteran.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard his name for sure.
2: Yeah, he's in the he's in the um, martial arts hall of fame um, right along there with like, you know, names like Kathy Long and uh, Mm -hmm. which was also one of my instructors. Um, So I go back with a lot of old school
1: guys. Yeah, yeah, we Um, we we probably chewed the same dirt there in the in back in the day because Uh, those, all those names sound familiar to me for sure. So, uh, you know, my background being in, in Tonksido and, uh, you know, that was where I started, you know, as the Chuck Norris system, my instructor, Mm -hmm. he's still alive, still teaches. And, you know, I still get to, you know, I go and teach at his school still. It's it's my base art for sure. Nice. Krav Maga came in about 20 years ago is when I started doing Krav Maga. And, uh, that's been a pivotal point of this, but my jujitsu, I'll tell you the story on how we how this came about. So back in the in the probably um early nineties, I was kind of the pit bull of our school. You know, I was the fighter. I was the one that was the enforcer of my instructor when I was a young man. And right. uh we had this big alliance of all the taekwondo schools that kind of come together under my instructor, and we had this big thing. Well, our our uh, guest instructor is supposed to be John Jock, uh from the Machado Brothers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to be introduced to, to grappling. We've never really done it before. And so Jean Jacques couldn't come. A gentleman named David Meyer shows up one of the Brown belts at that time. You know, he was a Brown belt then super nice guy, just a a laid back dude. And, uh, you know, thin build. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden we come in and he's teaching some stuff. And we're like, wow, we have got, we have never done anything of this sort, right? Uh Nothing. And I was like, this is going to be pretty awesome. Well, then he proceeds. We probably had, I'm, I'm going to talk about, we had 75 people there at that seminar that day. David Meyer starts going, picking them off one at a time. Anybody that wants to roll, he's going to roll with at the end. And he is starting right. to tap everybody and their mind, right. right. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, we are in some uncharted. I, I said, he is a shark in a tank of minnows, man. And, uh, and I'm watching this. And I'm going... And then, of course, I'm towards the end, and so everybody's like, "Oh, Mr. Cox is coming up," and and I'm thinking to myself, "I'm gonna get my ass whooped because I have <laughs> no clue what's about what this is all about." And sure enough, I mean, Dave stuffed me, man, like I was nothing, and I'll never forget that leaving leaving that gym that day, going, "Okay, all these years I've been doing this," and I said, "If I got uh-huh. any man like that worth anything of that kind of thing," I said, "We are going to get smoked," and I said. So we started, I started private lessons with David Myers many, many years ago. And, you know, I got a blue belt with him and then he kind of moved and, and, you know, we've always done it, but never to the extent of where I'm at today. So, right. and so let me ask you, and uh, you know, the reason I'll tell you what happened in my story is the reason Brazilian jiu-jitsu the last three to four years, and we found Sergio Machado as our coach, I'm telling you that I, I had gotten blood clots in my lungs. And from an injury, and it, it was in a leg, and then it turned into blood clots. Then I got double blood clots in my lungs, and I and I was supposed to die. This has happened about, you know, four 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 and a half years ago. Wow. And after that, you know, he had to be on blood thinners. And then I was told, hey, man, you can't fight. And that's my forte. You know, stand-up is my thing, man. It's what right. I loved. It's what I ate and brought And I was like, you got to be kidding. And uh, I was super depressed for a couple years, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu came along, and I could do that. And I can still feel like a warrior and I can still feel like, uh, you know, I can go up against these young guys and I can still taste it and I can still have combat. And it was, that's my turning point in, into jujitsu at this point. So my rank too is on, you know, I'm, I'm I'm just a purple belt in right uh, right now. So, uh, but that's my story. What did, what turns you into jujitsu? Where, where did you find that? You come from a background. What made you, what, what was your story in that?
2: Okay, so my story is kind of a little bit similar to yours. In the, uh, I think it was 90, 93 or 94. My memory is so bad now. Um, I was learning Ken Kwon Do with my Sifu, Master Greg, and uh, he started to delve into the grappling aspect of martial arts. And back then, like, you know, there was not a lot of grappling. People had to seek it out. So he would go attend seminars, right? hmm Bring it back to the gym. And it was very raw back then, you know, it was, and it's a very uh, infantile stage, right? Uh, so I started doing it and, and, I, and I, I loved it. I loved it. I fell in love with grappling. Uh, unfortunately in 1996, um, my mom passed of brain cancer. So with that, I went off the deep end and stopped training and just my life just became a mess. It's a drug addict for years. Um, so flash forward 10 years. Or 12 years later, okay? Or no, 10 years. God, my timelines are so off. 10 years. In 2006, I picked up jujitsu again. And basically, I was living in the valley. And I was about eight months out of my addiction. Mm. And there was a martial arts studio walking distance from my home. I walked down there. And it was a karate studio, but they had a jujitsu program there and it was only twice a week. The instructor there, Heber Morera, which was my first jujitsu instructor, was actually part of the whole garage with Chuck Norris and the Machados. And uh, uh, Yes. So mm. my roots come from, you know, the original guys that were doing it in the garage and so, you know, I'm, I'm very close with a lot of the Machado's like Hegan. Right. Uh, um, he was at my blue belt ceremony, my purple belt ceremony, because the first six years of my jujitsu was with uh street sports. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And um, so that's kind of where my, where my journey started. I needed to find a clean addiction. And that's what jujitsu did for me. And I think for a lot of guys out there, I mean, you know how many different walks of life we have on the mat. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where, where I started. And um, after about six years at street sports, also, as you know, back in the day, it was not okay to go train at other academies.
1: Yeah. That's a big taboo. Yes.
2: yes, you were known as a creonche, right? That That's was, correct. That was the Portuguese word for trader and, you know, all this other stuff. Um, So I was a blue belt at the time I was going to street sports. And um, the guy that owned the gym was actually a uh, karate guy. And he was actually the head of the uh, Guardian Angels LA chapter. His
1: name is Steve mm-hmm. Kirkland. Familiar with awesome. the name? Awesome. Yes, and, I am. Yes, I am. So,
2: like, like I said, I go back with a lot of these guys, and um, we just—he didn't really like the fact that I wanted to go out and learn jujitsu at other places. So I started going down to Redondo Beach to uh, the original Machado place on Artesia, training with Cindy Omatsu and uh-huh. uh, just legends. Yes. You know, and so I was going down there twice a week, and you know, and then I started doing jujitsu four days a week, sometimes five days a week, and then that really just uh that's what really took me to the next level and opened my eyes to jujitsu and seeing everything that was out there and not just being in this one academy.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And the really cool thing about it is I was one of the first people to actually start going and organizing open mats and going to open mats. So.
1: They've become, they've become prevalent now. You know what I mean? The open mats. As a matter of fact, we just had some guests here on ours on, you know, we do Jesus and Jits on Saturday on the Sundays. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, uh, after that, we, we roll. And we come in at one o'clock. We have an open roll. And we had we had some walks of lives yesterday from blue belts from other gyms, other and and they just we just had a really good time with uh uh with the open rolls and and meeting new people and getting new bodies. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. hard when you're only only maintaining who you train with on a daily, right? It's just a little bit harder to improve what what you have to do. Well, and, yeah. And the, the first school that I was at,
2: we only had maybe. 10, 15 people at the most, mm. you know what I mean? Some days there were five, six people on the mat.
1: Yes. That's and, so, well, you said something there that, that, that caught me, right. Is you caught me that you said I needed a new addiction uh, in your, in your comment. Right. Uh-huh. And you know, I needed that. I needed that too. I needed something. I, you know, the reason I have multiple black belts and things is because after a certain point I felt I needed, you know, there's there, I feel, I found deficiencies in what we need. I'm looking for very realistic self-defense is kind of my, it's, it was kind of my thing. Krav came around, it answered a lot of questions, you know, jujitsu came around, answer a lot of questions about ground and how, how deficient we were overall. Right. And then Krav Maga came around and then it really kind of put weapons into play. Right. Mm-hmm. Gun, knife, stick, how to, how to deal with those and how to have realistic training. Because I have a kill house here at my at my studio, my my academy here. So a uh, matter of fact, I just bought brand new mats. So the, all the mats that are on the main floor is going to go in that floor so that we can actually do combat uh, a little bit more combat in the kill house. But here, you know, on, on what it looks like to go through a house, how to clear a house, what happens when you're in tight corners in a hallway and you have to fight in a hallway? What's it look like when you get taken down? You're up against a wall. Mm-hmm. Does what jujitsu works? What doesn't work? What Krav works? What doesn't work? And it's pretty realistic. I mean, you know, we're popping off rubber bullets at each other, you know, when we're force on force in that kill house. That and sounds so, That sounds pretty intense. It is intense. It is definitely <laughs> this is it. Is, and, you know, I've got some warriors here that, you know, uh, you know, i got combat vets up to uh, Yazoo here that, you know, put us, you know, put some people in some more realistic stuff. So what it right. looks like, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't know about you, but when we came up in the martial arts and we did knife or, or gun, we, we do traditional one steps, I guess is what they would be called. And some of the stuff was so stupid that we did. Yeah. You know, we're just like, this yeah. is so dumb and so yeah. unrealistic that why are we doing this? And at the same token, it can be the same way with Krav. We can do a lot of classroom stuff, but but that's the beauty of Jujitsu. There's only one way you get good at Jujitsu. You can read about it, you can watch it. You got to get on. That you got to do it, and you got to do it. And either yep. you're getting your ass kicked that day, or yep. you're 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 uh, you're you're doing the ass kicking. One of the two that's is happening, and so that's it. it's you that's and it. another person, and that's it. And then you know, I've got a pretty killer little. Uh, Jiu Jitsu uh, purple belt here, Ashley, you know, our one of our main instructors. And she was schooling the men yesterday. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And they were just oh, leaving, yeah. going, Oh my gosh. And I said, Yeah, I said, This is the real equal gender. Uh, right. <laughs> right And so that's that's what I thought. I thought when you said that, that new addiction, and we had another one that was here yesterday, too. He's been clean now for going on two years also. And that's what jujitsu did for him. Yep. Uh, do you feel like now? I didn't come from that world, right? But I have certainly taught a lot of people from that world, um, in into um having uh, drug addictions and stuff like that, and finding jujitsu as a cleanser. You find that in your is this is this a direction Absolutely. that you would help other addicts? Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I actually uh, did a YouTube uh video oh god it's probably about five or six years ago and uh it's a little story about seven minutes long and it just kind of delves into where i was in my life and how jujitsu affected me and uh, how it changed my life and i cannot tell you how many private messages i got after that video was released i think it's now up to about six thousand views and um I had people reach out to me on my private messages saying that that video saved their life, just Mm -hmm. seeing it and having something in common with somebody else. I mean, that that's essentially what I wanted when I did the video. If I could just help one person that was struggling, that was, that was great. And it got this huge, um, following and like i said i had like 6000 views and um a couple of the uh guys that do little uh, articles like Jiu-Jitsu times and stuff like that did a couple of things on me and it was it was great
1: yeah i think that i think that it's uh well i told you before right you know it's it's helped combat vets here with yes. ptsd it's helped drug addicts it's helped every men men especially i can't i don't want to uh not not include women on this but as far as men go um when i counsel men and stuff like that and uh combat vets and stuff that were in a warrior's mentality and don't know not can't quite find themselves you know it has been bringing those bringing that together has been an awesome experience for me i it's um it's probably the new, like, I guess you, what you would say, it's the new drug for us here. If I cannot get it in, like yesterday, I, I'm I'm a little sore, right? I I don't know what I did. I hurt my elbow doing something, right? I'm like, what the frick, man? I tell you, as I get older, I just can't heal quick, you know? Yeah. And so yep. uh, I, I rolled a little bit. I did some flow rolling, but like, even if I can't do that, it doesn't cleanse me. It doesn't cleanse my mind. I'm just kind of an aggressive, I'm an aggressive human being, man. And if I cannot release it, it is not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm Mark.
2: I'm right there with you. I, I'm the same way. It's it based. That's my sanity. That's my church mm-hmm. that I mean, that that's been my everything almost for the last 17 years. I, I don't feel right unless I train.
1: Yeah. I think that's good. Now, now you, so what on the over 40, you know, there, there is a huge, you know, I, I own a, a website too. That's what, you know, I, I probably messaged you one time cause I own old man BJJ Yeah. ever since I wore this shirt. And there's only a couple of these old man shirts, right? These old mm-hmm. man rash cards. I don't care where I go. If I have it on every old guy on the planet is like, that is awesome. You know, yep. cause it's on the back, it's like smash and pass. I might be a little bit fatter, but I'm still kick, you know, kick your ass right, or whatever. Right. And, uh, and so it was just this, uh, this, this thing I said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to see what that website's out there. And old man BJJ, I bought it and I started, you know, I have a, a guy with a beard and a, and, a, and stuff like that. And there's a, there's a call for older martial artists. Yes. Where did you find that to be? What turned you on to help those guys that are a little bit older and what did you see was the deficiency for an older guy going in and that made you decide that, Hey, we need something for these older guys. What made you guys do that?
2: Okay. Like I said, with the group, when I started it, it wasn't really something that um, I thought was going to blossom into what it was. Um, so, as the page has been going, I've just kind of been going with the flow of the page. And um, I think that it's been really nice for older people to have a community like this, to be able to talk amongst themselves. I mean, you have to remember, you know, this jujitsu is a very young man sport and art. <laughs> you <right? think>. So <laughs> having 20, nearly 22,000 over 40 grapplers in a group is just is amazing. And I'm so uh, blessed to have this page because I have people from all over the world. I think I just accepted somebody today from, uh, oh man, I can't remember, it was some part in Africa. I've never even heard. And um, yeah, I just, you know, I, the page is just becoming this uh, amazing thing. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm kind of speechless sometimes when I look at it and I just go, wow, look at this.
1: Right. It, yes. It turns into its own animal, doesn't it? It it's, really uh,
2: does. But it also, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of work. Hmm. People don't real, people don't realize running <laughs> yeah, a, a private page of twenty two thousand people.
1: Yeah, is that's hard work. <laughs> I know. I saw you guys posting something the other day about uh, their comments are keeping. You probably have to have some other uh, moderator, moderators on there to yes. help you uh, facilitate this thing. So, yes, my uh, my
2: fiance uh, actually is very involved on the page. Uh, yeah, um, and she keeps a lot of these guys in line. <laughs> some of them try some of them get a little unruly sometimes. You, you know how we all rib each other and
1: yeah. do just <laughs> martial arts
2: in general. You know, that's yeah. just the way it is.
1: Yeah, uh, that's true. That's true. But then,
2: you know, we have people on the page that are very super sensitive to things like right. that you understand and what you
1: get it too man
2: and and <laughs> that's a hard thing for me to deal with because you know like how we came up it was very <laughs> old school
1: which is amazing right that there's sensitivity on an old man's page I'm like are we at am I at a different generation of old people <laughs> that's what I'm thinking to myself like I'm like wait a minute man uh I mean my coach my coach he ribbed me you know uh, last week on the mat if I cried like a little baby man he yep. I'd get even more ribbed you know what I yep. mean I can't survive in that kind of thing. That's why I told, you know, my girl and I, we went and did some, um, this is years ago, right? We went and did this yoga, some yoga stuff. And I was like, man, I was telling the lady, I said, Hey, can you like be a little more aggressive with me or tell me I suck or something? (laughs) Because this, my dear friends thing was like, I said, I love what this is, but I just can't that the whole Zen and, the and you're not quite doing that right. And I'm just like, I said, I'm just not used to this, man. You know what I mean? And I found that to be myself here being a martial arts owner for a long time. There is a generation of parenting right now that is just like, wow. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, that's one thing about jujitsu. I don't know, Chris, that I've seen that, you know, I've been through the open tournaments now, and I, you'll see me out there a lot more because i got you know kids competing and stuff like that, and I've wanted to compete. I want to try it one time, but, man, it's hard to find a 61-year-old purple belt in the heavyweight division that wants to get down.
2: It's even – well, I've had this problem because, I mean, I, I started jujitsu at 35. Mm. I started in the 90s, and like I told you, I fell off because of drug addiction. So I came back in my mid-30s doing this. Right. Yeah. And here I am now going to be 53. <laughs> and yes, it definitely, you know, it's gotten a lot harder, especially because I'm not a very big guy either. I'm five, nine on a good day. And uh, <laughs> I'm soaking wet. I'm about 145 pounds. So, yeah, I mean, you, you, I'm not a big dude. So most of the guys that I roll with are bigger than me. Right. Yeah. So I've had to, I've had to learn. I've, I've, my jujitsu journey has been tough to say the least. It's the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Hands down. Yeah. Um, and I think as the older I get, you know, of course, it even becomes a little bit harder. I've, I'm dealing with a lot of injuries that are starting to uh, progressively get worse. You know, both my knees aren't what they used to be, my shoulders, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all my fingers have been dislocated, you know, ribs, uh, yeah. you name it, concussions. I mean, it's, I've it run the gamut.
0: It's
1: true. Well, I have a knee replacement. So, you know, I had a knee replacement about five years ago. You know what I mean? I didn't really think, you know, and, you know, I told you my, my journey really came back to fruition about three and a half, four years ago with Sergio. But I remember right after knee surgery, I couldn't even kneel. You know what I mean? I was like, man, I don't know what what to say. I can, you know, and then I decided not to do my right because I'm like, it's going to just take me out of the game. So I'm just going to deal with it. And I didn't really think that I could do jujitsu again, to be honest with you, after my knee surgery, because I didn't have a coach that would work around injuries and how to really do jujitsu properly. Right. And then right. when he came around, I was like, wow, I can do this looking forward to being able to do this again. And, and then it just, you know, it's, it's become, but I, you know, I'm the same, I I'm a big guy. So I, you know, but you know, and, for 61, you know, I can, you know, my strength is what saves me half the time. Cause I'm just strong. And, right. but like, like yesterday, I'm like, yeah, I said, but man, I can't move my elbow for nothing. I don't even know what I did to it. And, uh, and so I think that I want to you know, talk about on how you do these open roles for older guys that you kind of go through different gyms around. Because whoever's listening to us, you know, I I think it's important that there's other gyms in our areas. I told you before, you know, organizing something at my gym is is something easily done, whether it's in CME or Chatsworth. Yes. And and let's talk about what you've done with this, where you're trying to organize some roles that were for older guys. And do younger guys come to these or do you limit it to older guys?
2: Okay, so when I first started doing the open mats for uh, older guys was probably about seven years ago. And it's right after I um, changed schools and then I started going to M3 Fight and Fitness, which was my home school for seven years. Then pandemic hit gone. Um, So I started the over 40 open mats at my home school. And the first one I did, it was strictly for over 40. I did not uh-huh. want any, I did not want any, because it just seems to be once you hit that 40 mark, it just changes There's something that <laughs> you just, right when you hit that for it just, everything changes. Yeah. And um, so I only allowed older guys. And the first one that I had was great because everybody there, we had white belts, blue belts, purples, browns, and a handful of blacks. And um, I, I, was just like wow I have something here yeah that's awesome you know and um, started getting a lot of good feedback and um, then people started doing the same thing in other states you know and they would reach out to me hey you know we're thinking about doing this over 40 open mat you know what do you think you know give us some feedback you know and um, so I mean here we are it's it's really become A really big thing now you know open mats and even just for just strictly older guys I really just try to keep the younger guys away because I want to prevent injuries too
1: right I think well I think that's I think that's the main thing you know even myself you know some of these these young 30 year olds and some of these guys are are super athletic strong in, in their in their primes and I'm like I do not want to be injured by you by snapping around my arm or something like that. And Mm -hmm. I can't train anymore. It's going to really piss me off. You know what I mean? And, uh, uh, so I thought it very intriguing on what you pioneered there as far as, you know, the over 40 rolling and what that looks like. And, you know, on your page, when, when, uh, when you have these open mats, how do you facilitate out to other schools? So how is that happening now? So, you know, uh, for instance, right, I, I would say I'd be on your page and I would say, you know, you, open roll mats. Do you have those on a consistent basis everywhere or do they just kind of pop up and go or or do you like to come out and run some of these yourself? Do you come to some of these where other people can come and meet you or how does that work?
2: OK, so here's the thing. I just recently had. um Another open, mic was about six months ago and it was in Van Nuys at, uh, Timmy Bond's school, which was mm-hmm. Kenny's, uh, younger yeah. brother. Yeah. I know Timmy. Yeah. And, um, it was good turnout. We, we I think we had about 40, 50 people there and, um, I facilitated that one myself, you know, organized it, um as far as going out of state or to uh other places to do this i haven't but that's something i really want to do i'd like to start going across the us and organizing some over 40 open mats you know and whoever would be willing to open their gym for that and i was actually just talking to my lady last night about maybe doing a retreat for over 40s, having like a jiu-jitsu camp. Those are huge now. That's awesome. I would be all over that. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually going to, me and my fiance are going to be going to Costa Rica in October. And jujitsu jitsu is becoming really big there. I like it is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And they actually have a academy in Costa Rica where they host jiu-jitsu camps. So I'm thinking really strongly about creating that event for some of us older grapplers to all meet in Costa Rica, have a couple uh, instructors out there teaching, have a good time, you know, just a little something different for us. And then, you know, the people that do show up, maybe bringing their wives or their girlfriends or whatever and, Uh you know, just making it a good time.
1: Yeah, I think that. I think that's that's such an awesome, awesome thing. You know, I never thought I'd be <laughs> I've always was the young pit bull. I never thought I'd be the junkyard dog. And uh <laughs> you know what I mean, and that's where I'm at, right? I'm like right. you know, I've got that one good fight left in me if I need it, but uh you know I find I don't know if you find this or not. You know, I, I, I do feel myself tested quite often by the young guys. You know what I all mean? The I'm, I'm, I'm the main guy. So, you know, you know, I tell them all the time, you know, taking me out, bro, you know, is not, you know, I, I try and tell these young guys, and I, I like rolling with the young guys. I mean, there's nothing I like better than to choke out a 25 year old. I could tell you that for a fact.
2: Absolutely.
1: Okay. I mean, <laughs> I eat it up. I eat it up like candy, like Wonka, right. and, uh, <laughs> and i love it and so you know but i know they gun for me you know because i'm you know i'm mr cox i'm I, i've been doing this for and i've got high ranks and other stuff you know but and i kept i keep telling myself this isn't krav maga bro if you want to do jujitsu krav where i can start you know poking your eyeballs out then it, then it's going to be a different it's going to be a different animal but uh i find myself i don't know if you find yourself that as an older guy you know i i wrestle with that sometimes is I'm just not the top dog like I used to be. Not even, man. You know? Absolutely. You have to remember something. My program
2: is at an MMA school. Uh. (laughs) Okay. So I I got guys that want to tear my head off, right? (laughs) Even though I'm the instructor. And sometimes I got to really let them know hey, hey, bro, I'm 50. I'm going to be 53. You're a 22 year old man. There's yeah. nothing to prove here. Right? Yeah. But it's really hard for some of them to understand that because they only have one mentality, and that's go, go, go. Right. Right. And 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 in jujitsu, the higher you go up and belt, the bigger the bullseye gets on your back, regardless of what age you are.
0: Yeah. I go to a
2: lot. I, I go to a lot of open mats, and it's all young dudes. I'm usually the oldest one there every time. <laughs> Right. And the smallest and the smallest guy there. Yeah. And Mm. some days, you know, it's like that old saying, some days you're the hammer, some days you're the nail,
1: (laughs) but I'll (laughs) I'll tell you
2: what, I'll tell you what, everybody I roll with remembers who I am.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) well, yeah, that's true. I mean, you know, that's, that, that is definitely true. I, I've definitely been, uh, I've definitely been tested, you know. I, I find that just to be an all-around thing, you know what I mean? And I, I that that's, that's a hard thing for me just so you, you so you know, I've, I've told everybody. I said being an older martial artist and being the main guy and as you get older, yeah. you know. Uh you know, I've watched my instructor, you know, he's 70 something years old, so um he's not really well, he's got young he's got guys like me, that's his highest ranks, that I wouldn't allow people to do anything to him. You know what I mean? Right. Uh it just wouldn't happen. I just it just it's just not a thought process for me. But uh the jitsu world is like I said, it's a physical world. It's not a it's not a kata world. It's and not- uh and you're gonna have to get down and dirty. So that's why I think it's it's so awesome that you have what you what you have and you're kinda catering to these these uh, older guys. What's a typical? Well, let's talk about what's you know. So, because I'm I'm going to get quite a few that uh, listen to this and and see this uh podcast as it is. Let's talk about what it looks like to do an open mat for the over forty guys. So, what are you doing? Are you are we? You got five minute rounds. We uh, yep. We usually we, do we, about we shake five. hands and 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 we're just rocking and rolling. Is that That's it?
2: it? That's it, man. And it's just you know, it's just a. Uh everybody in the room is just slowed down a little bit more, more methodical about Mm -hmm. their movements, you know, and I, me being, you know, an over 40 grappler, I have to be that way. I have to be more methodical in my movement. Yeah. So I think, um, it just is just a slower pace. And, uh, for me, I like that.
0: Yeah. I don't want to have to go
2: a hundred percent all the time. It's just, you know, I might be able to do one or two roles like that. And then after that I'm spent. Right. I can't, I can't hang with some of these young dudes. I got to, you know, got to slow them down if I can. But, you know, a lot of the times they're just, you know, jujitsu has changed a lot just over these last seven, I'd say seven years, eight years. People are learning at such a fast pace now. It's crazy.
1: What and what do you think? What do you think has changed? Why do you think that is?
2: It's the information. I mean, Mm -hmm. look, look at all the techniques that are out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, and I mean, how much high level competition video that you can watch.
1: Right. Well, I guess that's true, right? Yeah. That's, yep. that's I have probably a, what it
2: is. I have a 15 year old student. Okay. He's been doing jujitsu now for about a year. This kid is already doing stuff that took me probably five or six years to learn. I mean, it just, and he told me the other day, he came in, he came into class and he's like, Hey coach, he goes, you ever seen this video of these two guys? And he's talking about these two guys fight. And that's all he does is watch high competition level jujitsu. He's 15 years old. And he comes in and utilizes the stuff that he sees. He's choking (laughs) out my adults, (laughs) you know, and, and I have, I, I have a couple other uh, young kids in my class, 12 and 13, and they've also been doing it for about a year. And they are just amazing. And just they're, on how fast they learn. I just took my kids to a tournament last month and I had numerous amounts of coaches come up to me and ask me what I'm teaching my kids. And basically, <laughs> what I'm teaching them is just the the literal, just the, just the basics. That's it. I teach them the basics. And with teaching them the basics, they're just... Uh, taking off yeah so, i guess I, you know yeah, kind of yeah. go back to what you said you know what the older guys you know i just think that we all you know especially the older we get and the higher you go we tend to go back to the basics
1: yeah i i think i agree with that but you know i think i agree with that across the board in martial arts anyway uh you know the it, the the saying of mastering your basics it doesn't it's it, You can't even do well in jujitsu if you don't master some of these basics. I can tell you that for a fact, you know, you're just going to get tore up. And I think I I agree with you to a point that like even my own son, my son is better than I ever was at his age. And I think my experiences is what, you know, it took me, you know, uh, 10 years to get to this. And then I went and learned this and this was a 20 year process. And then I've gotten better to this, but they get all that at a young age. They get everything, all my knowledge, all my stuff, all those years, at this younger age. So they have to be better than what we were at that age. You know what I mean? And I guess that's the next evolution for jujitsu also is because when I go to the, there's definitely two type of practitioners, right? You got, you got uh, competition practitioners and you got everyday practitioners, you know, and they're two different worlds, but, uh, yeah, when I go and I watch some of these kids and uh just their wrestling ability at such a young age and I thought, what does it look like? So cause now, cause now we've even incorporated that into my own school, right? Now, so what are my three and four year olds gonna look like in ten years mm-hmm. that we start doing double legs at three years old? Yep. Right. Yep. What yep. is that gonna what 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 is that what is that evolution gonna look like uh when they get older? So you're you know already, I mean? you're,
2: so, you're already seeing it.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it,
2: it's it's incredible. Uh, I, like I said, jujitsu has evolved more than any other art has in 500 years, just in the last 10 years. What, yeah, I, what martial yeah, art has true. evolved like jujitsu has?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true, Chris. I yeah, I've yet to see. I've yet to see that for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. And so, well, when you're when you have your over 40 um, crowd. Um, do you have, is it mainly men that you see or do you have females coming in?
2: Okay. So it's funny that you asked that question. So when this group first started, it was strictly just men. Um, I would say in the last year, and this has a lot to do with my fiance, she kind of changed the um, whole face of the page. Uh,
1: How long have you been a part of this page, Mark? Um, let's see. I met you about seven months ago. Okay. Uh, at a jujitsu tournament. Okay. So
2: this page, when it first came out, was very geared towards men. I mean, we had a old man, like Viking as the cover photo (laughs) and, um, so as far as women, I really didn't have any women in the group. So my fiance, which is she, uh, she's now one of the uh, she's a very big part of this page because she does so much. Um, she changed it up and took on this. Uh, persona of a white wolf. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we're at now. And I think once we change that, that changed the energy in the page. Then we started to get women into the page. And I think the last time I checked, I think we're up to about 7% of the group is now women, where there was zero. Wow. Them. <laughs> and every day, you know, we get requests. I get requests uh, to be part of this page. What do we get? Uh anywhere from 30 to a hundred requests a day to be part of the page. Now, a lot of those people that request to be on the page do not get accepted. A lot of them are under 40. Uh Some of them don't want to agree to the rules. As you know, in the Facebook community, now we have a lot of trolls.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
2: so we got to try to weed out these people, you know, because I, I I want the page to be a welcoming place for people to feel comfortable to be able to share their thoughts, right? Um, and anything they want to talk about in jujitsu to a certain extent, right? I mm-hmm. try to keep it non political, but sometimes it kind of just jumps. For that
0: yeah <laughs> and you know
2: as you as you've seen yeah but uh but we you know we changed it to this whole white wolf thing and um it's it's really taken off you know and it, it the white wolf is very symbolic with a lot of things especially with martial arts and jujitsu there's just
1: so much synergy there um
0: yeah so, that's,
1: that's definitely true that that's a that's a true so you you probably you 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 try and stick to your guns very much that you have to be an over 40 year old to be on the page absolutely so every once in a while you know i'm sure we get people because i mean
2: all you need to do is answer that you're over 40 unless i really go and look on your profile to see if you're you know over 40 but for the most part you know everybody that requests to be on the page is legit and um
1: yeah, Have I you just, seen I, any uh, over 40 females come to the open roles? Yes.
2: Yes. The, the I think it's important. I, had, I, I think
1: that uh, I, I, you know, because of Ashley at my school and I'm sure this is, you know, jujitsu is still kind of relatively my baby in, uh, in, in all my martial arts, uh, ex, you know, expertise, I'm still kind of a baby in this world, you know? And so I'm kind of learning as I go, but, uh, I've always felt strong females inside of martial arts schools is it needs to flourish um, is what will connect other women, because, you know, it's 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 a pretty macho type of thing. And, you know, it, the male, it's, very it's, much, it's, uh, yes. you know, it's a testosterone alpha dog deal. Yep. And um, you get a you get. You know, it's one thing, right. Jiu Jitsu is an equalizer from what I see, so I can have a really good gifted fighter female but she'll still get hammered. Yeah, you know, you're not going to take the you're not going to take a punch of a man like you like you can from a female. Right. Just you just it's impossible. But when you get on the ground and she's able to control your limbs and do stuff like that and all of a sudden it's a great equalizer and there's times that women now are tapping out guys just because oh, yeah. of their their skill. Oh yeah. And I think that uh you know that was important for me to have uh Ashley in my school because she's she's rallied these young girls around her like hey you know what she's a powerful she's powerful she's this is what she can do and she's been a a strong force i've always been a strong believer that a strong female in your in your martial arts school can can really uh help those females that are intimidated about coming in you know Absolutely. absolutely i think it's hard enough for anybody to come into martial arts school put in a white belt and do do the work and um you know i've seen that over the years. So I've been wanting to ask that question if it's male dominated or as you guys have, has come over that, uh, cause people ask me, I got some, I have some older females here that asked me, what is the over 40? And I, and I said, I said, I believe it's, it's for what it says it's for over 40. It's yeah. not over 40 men. It doesn't say that. So, no, we oh, okay. we have
2: some we have some good women in the group now, and especially they participate, you know, adding posts and stuff like that, and mm-hmm. and that's exactly what I wanted, you know, them not just to be kind of like outside looking in, but actually interjecting themselves in the posts. And a lot of these females that come onto the threads, you can tell are very strong women. It's great. I mean, yeah. I I always say, you know, I think women learn jujitsu the way that it was really designed because they can't use the strength aspect.
0: Yeah.
1: That's such a, yeah, that's a wise thing that you just said right there. It makes it wonder why that's why maybe that's why actually so just so technical. She's so technical. They
2: have, they have
1: to be, you know, when I was
2: a purple belt, Um, I was actually at an open mat and uh, Jiva Jiva Santana's wife was there. I don't know if you know who Jiva is. He's he's, uh, I think, probably six degree black belt by now. He's pretty well known guy. And uh, he's known as the arm collector. So (laughs) is. His wife is a practitioner. And at the time that I met her, she was a purple belt and I was a purple belt as well. And uh, we were at an open mat and I rolled with her and she threw a flash arm bar on me faster <laughs> than I could even realize what was going on. The next thing you know, I'm tapping and my arm was hyperextended. I mean, it happened that fast. <laughs> uh, and it just, it just seems to be, you know, every, every, uh, I have three girls in my class. They're all about to be two of them are about to be 13 and one's about to be 14. They're kicking most of the boys' butts.
0: Yeah,
1: I have a few of those too.
2: Yeah. And they just they just tend to be more technical. They just understand it to a to a deeper level. I I, I, I don't quite understand why that is, but I just being on the mat for years, I am amazed at how some of these women can throw men around.
1: It's just, yeah, it's,
2: you know, it just goes to show you how powerful
1: jujitsu can be. That's true. Yeah, that, that's that's super true. So, well, what what do you see that? What's your let's get some of your expertise. You know, you're, you're the, you're the black belt in this been this a lot longer than I have as far as that goes. Let, let's, I want to hear your, your thoughts to a younger, to a younger jujitsu practitioner to be able to practice it in your forties. What's the advice you give them?
2: Man, you know, it's like, I tell the guys at my gym, cause like I said, I'm, I don't think I have anybody in that gym that's over 35 and, um, basically what I tell them is, you know, it's all about longevity, you know, especially the older we get. And, um, some of these guys just don't quite get that. And, um, I just try to share my experiences with them and kind of help them along their way, you know, with their with their journey. Um you know, some of these guys they want to roll hard every every roll and it's like you don't need to do that. You need to slow yourself down and think about what you're doing sometimes. Yeah. And um it seems to help a lot of them, you know, just telling them to slow down. And I think I think that's the hardest thing for a lot of jiu-jitsu people to grasp and actually uh
1: do. Yeah, I I that's that's really good. That's really good advice. I I took I took you you posted something, I don't know if it was you or somebody else in the group today about white belts uh BJJ white belts what they need to do. yeah I took that picture today and shared it even on my on my pages today. Cause I thought that was so profound on some of the things about, you know, slowing down, you know, even cleanliness and, and, you know, having, you know, respect for yourself and the cleanliness of yourself. And, yep. you know, don't ask about stripes. Don't ask about promotions. Shut up. You that's, know what I mean? that's
2: one of my biggest pet peeves. I, you know, I tell people, just come in and train the, the stripes and the belts will come. I mean, those belts before black belt, I mean that is just all just uh, just basically learning the the basics. Once you get to black belt, that's when your real training starts. I mean, I to be totally honest with you, it's very cliche to say, but I really started to learn once I became a black belt because then most of my ego was gone; it'd been smashed out of me. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> So (laughs) that's, that's, that's when I just really opened up my, my mind to jujitsu is when I became a black belt, you know, I, everything before that was just, just to learn, just a you know, part of the
1: journey, you know, it's, so, you know, that's, that's a good point. You know, we have, you know, most of this podcast will probably be a a part of our, our jujitsu guys and listen to it and, and, and females. But what you said there is, uh, pretty prevalent because we say the same thing in all our other arts right you know just but for some reason there is a built-in culture in jujitsu well first of all it's built in you can't get a black belt in, you know until you're a certain age anyway right. right so you've got a kid that can be training in this for 10 or 15 years before he's even on the on the on the trajectory of be doing be doing it right yep. um you have uh somebody named Cody sons put out there we love you professor
2: that's the, yeah, that's the, uh, mm-hmm. owner of the school that I, uh, teach at, uh, he's actually he's a professional, he's actually a professional fighter, MMA fighter.
1: That's good. He's saying hi. Um, yeah. so, uh, I, you know, I think that it's super, um, I, that's one thing I learned in, in, uh, even when I did, you, even when, you know, when coach pr- promoted me to purple, I was like, it was super not expected. And then I don't know, you know, it was super like, I'm like, man, why'd you do this, man? Cause you know, you got like, it's like you got crosshairs on your back then. Yes, you know, you know what I mean? You know yep. what I mean? I was like, oh, man, coach, you know, and I, I called him back and I said, coach, and he's like, uh, your rank, is <laughs> looked at me and goes, your rank is none of your business. So shut up. <laughs> right, that's what he told me. <laughs> so true. So true. And, and so it's such a, uh, you know, I, I remember I was telling everybody, I said, as I've gotten to be an older martial artist, as a young man, I couldn't wait for the next rank and the next rank and the, and the, and the master's rank and the, all that. And it's to a point now, like I could really give a shit okay uh what what rank it is i am at this point because there's so much more to learn out there for me especially and i'm just so jacked that i'm even able to do it you know that it's uh it's been uh it's been great so yeah this is uh you have tisha park as she says i love what i've been listening to coach you i don't know what does that mean what's a peas on Cool. I think she said person. Yeah, I okay. think she was oh, just, oh, typing she just
2: too much. She's, okay. uh, Taish is actually one of my, um, students' moms. Yeah. You know? She's these great people, you know, that are at the gym that I, that I teach yeah. at, especially the kids that I have. They, 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 they compete every chance they get and they're just tearing up the scene, which is absolutely amazing to me.
1: Yeah, I think that's where we saw each other. We saw each other yep. at the podium. That's yep. when we saw each other. You know, our kids were up yep. there uh getting getting medals. And uh yep. that's where we that's where we met each other. But uh, you know, it's good for me to hear from somebody that's been around it a little bit more. Cause like I said, I'm still kind of the baby in that in this in this world. You know, you put me in a karate tournament, everybody knows me. I competed for years, you know what I mean? Right. But in this world, I'm like a nobody. I kind of fly under the radar, which is kind of nice because I can really take in a lot of things and not not be so uh, prevalent out there and what it was, but I think that your next—I told you before that our coach is an El Monte police officer. Yep. It was his, um, it was his partners that got killed um, on on duty here a couple of weeks ago, and so I told you I think I want to facilitate. um, uh, you, We're going to facilitate uh, a jujitsu role for these guys, and so. I'll probably elicit your help to see what we can do. And, uh, because I've never, you know, doing it amongst, um, amongst, uh, you know, people around your own school, it's easier to monitor cause I know everybody, but you know, these big tournaments where they have hired, uh, referees and, and, and stuff like that. So it can't, I can't have some so so huge and open cause I'd never be able to coach it all. You know what I mean? Right. So I think I'm probably right. going to, Trying to elicit your help, and maybe through your page we could even get, you know, I, I was thinking about maybe through your page we can even get people to to donate a a fee for somebody to uh, train to because uh, some people can't even afford to go to these things every weekend. I mean, it's right. to go to these jujitsu tournaments isn't wasn't like a karate tournament, man. No, it, it's expensive, man. You're and, you're uh, talking you're talking
2: most of them are at least a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I actually have three students right now that just got sponsored by, uh, uh, Prosper Stone MMA, and it's an organization that, uh, sponsors kids and their, um, pay for all their, uh,
1: tournaments. And because, you know, like you say, it it can get expensive. Yes. And so. Yeah, I was thinking about that. We'll we'll, we'll kind of collaborate to, uh, amongst that a little bit more, and uh, for sure, uh, I would definitely like uh, like you to try and facilitate something because you know you're in Bakersfield, so you know we're not too far. You know, we're we're, we're a you know we're an hour, couple hour drive. You know, it's not yeah. it's not something too super bad, but uh, yeah, I'd like to facilitate something out here with you and 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 get this over. I want to experience it. I want to experience the role with only guys that are over forty years old. Yeah. you know what I mean and uh because I even see uh, some of these young guys that are are 35 I got a 35 year old firefighter and uh, he's strong as in, and everything else but you know what he doesn't want to get hurt either you know right. what I mean uh, so right. uh you know he's got you know he's got lives to save he doesn't he can't be you know uh, jacking everybody but uh, I'd like to be able to to do that with you one day yeah we uh, facilitate we'll definitely that. do that for you know sure what I mean so
2: I'm well, gonna, we'll come, uh, you know, I want to try to make uh, the over 40 you mats um, a little more uh, active, you know, uh, just doing them holding them holding more events.
1: Right. well, I think part of that, Chris, to be honest with you, sir, is I think that if if you have places to do it, yeah, you'll get people to come if it's on a consistent basis. Yeah. That's what absolutely. I've learned even with our own open roles. If we're consistently having them every time, not just here and there, uh, that, that it will it, it will say like, you know, I don't I don't even care if it's like, hey, the second month of this, it's always at this place. There's always gonna be something, there's always gonna be an open role. And right. uh, you know, and it's it it's nicer to have some black belts come. I think that's where I'd like to elicit your help because you know, I'm just a purple belt. I'm not somebody that's gonna be able to facilitate and and and, and do all this, you'd like to have some black belts around that can, you know, uh, talk and, and, well, that's, that's the great
2: thing too about the over 40 open mats is we usually do get a handful of black belts because I mean, a lot of the guys that are over 40 that do jujitsu, you know, a lot of them are upper belts, you know, and they're, Mm -hmm. and they're martial artists from other martial arts as well. You know, yeah. that's what I find a lot is a, a lot of the older guys were guys that had practiced other disciplines, yeah. And then they found jujitsu, and it just totally changed everything. You know, I was a I was a stand up guy for twenty plus years too. Did Muay Thai, did boxing, Taekwondo, a yeah. whole thing, and then found grappling, and that was just that was that was it.
0: Yeah,
1: it's good. Well, I think that's, that's how it happens anyway. So. You know, I I think that uh, after after getting to know you here a little bit, you know, we've been on for an hour and stuff together. I think we could probably facilitate another one of these together. I'd like to I'd like to to talk about um, training specific. You know what I mean? On the next go around, Um, you know, more. More. so older guys can come and try it, even as a white belt. You know, we talk a lot about people who've been around, but people that are brand new that want to come and try something at forty yep. or at fifty, right? Yep. Um, uh, you know, uh, or at sixty. You know, I believe uh, even uh, at could, even at seventy. Yeah, I do. Well, I have a seventy-three-year-old here too. That that he kind of, he's a beast. You know, he's Who a black it? belt in Krav. His name is Ron Lopez. He's one of my black belts in Krav Maga. He got his. He's a Vietnam vet. You know, so he's just a, he's just a, he's just a, he's already got a mentality. He's a surfer, volleyball, did Krav Maga. Been athletic his whole life, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 He's just a, he's just a, he's just a beast. You know what I mean? And he's tall and he's got like these gorilla arms, you know, length of a football field, you know, so he's just kind of built for it on top of it, you know? So, uh, so I think that I'd like to have another one of these with you on training specific and. Um, that'd be great. You know, I think that where we talk about uh, training as an older martial artist, I really think that that can go somewhere. Because uh, I tell everybody, I said, you know, I like lifting weights. I'm I'm a big guy. I've lifted weights since I was 12 years old, so I've always kind of been in that gym, and and I was a power lifter for years. And uh, but I'll tell you what, man, I can't. <laughs> I, I tell everybody, this is the ego that's in, in my freaking head. I was uh, at the gym and the young guys were pumping, you know, 375 on the bench, right? And they're, boom, and they're, and they're doing it. So I said, Hey, can I get around in on that? And I, so I sat in the bench and I pushed that 375 up. They did it like, what, 10 times. I did it twice. Right. I'm like, and I get it up and I rack it and I get up and, and uh, they're like, Man, it's, you know, how old are you? And I said, I'm 61. But what they don't see is the next day where my wrists are so freaking jacked up from that, right? I am like, and I get up in the morning and I am like, my ego is 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 writing checks that I just can't cash, man. And my uh, my wrists are just so I just can't lift like that anymore. I just can't do it. It just is. And then so then that that two rep three seventy five rep, I couldn't I couldn't even grip anybody for a week, right? Because my wrists were so jacked. And so I think that one thing jiu-jitsu has done for me though i'll tell you what it's kept me pretty limber you know when i have a even when my back isn't feeling all that well and stuff like that you get to roll around and you get your body in different positions and and you know i think that's what kind of keeps me young you know because you don't yep. see a lot of 50 60 year olds like a rolling around on the ground you know what i mean yep. and it's just uh flow yep. rolling can be so good for you so
2: you know like i like i said i'll be 53 this year you know and i i go to open mats quite a bit and like I said, most of the guys there are young. I roll with them. but it's it, That question always comes up after we're done. Hey, bro, how old are you? And I tell them that I'm going to be 53 this year. Most of them can't even believe it because my game, especially for an older guy, is a very young game. I invert.
1: Yeah, you probably invert. You flip over each other, everybody. Oh, yeah, dude. I,
2: I you know, I... I can play rubber guard. I, you know, I just, my flexibility is off the charts. I mean, honestly, for somebody, my, I do not not roll like a 52 year old man. When I roll, I'm rolling like a young man, but the next day I, (laughs) I pay for it every time, every time. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's just me you
1: know? yeah i get i I, t- I totally relate to that man i totally yeah. relate to that so. i
2: i don't i i I don't like to lose I'll, I'll be honest with you i i don't like to lose and when i when i'm able to submit a younger guy that makes <laughs> me feel amazing
1: it's funny i tell all my students <laughs> i hate losing more than i like winning you know yes. what i mean uh, so i <laughs> uh, i said i cannot stand losing uh more than I like winning and so uh, that I get that I get that take all the time I guess even as older we still have it all in us but so we've been at this for an hour and eight minutes man this has been a great hour what's what happens with me now Chris is I will by end of day at some point today this will be an audio format also and I'll right. be able to uh, send you a link to the audio format I put up your uh, in the in the comments today I put up this is your Facebook group. If I have older guys that are looking for it, they can click on that. It'll go to your group and they can ask permission to come in. So I put that out there for everybody um to go in. Uh and then my, you know, it'll be on the audio on my uh website, which is just my name, Markcox.com. And this will be an audio version and you'll be able to share that. Um with your people, uh, also, so they can hear, you know, when they're driving and stuff and have this kind of a conversation, this open conversation about, you know, what, what you're doing there. I was very intrigued. I was very, very happy. We got to meet with each other. I do have some stuff for you. I I asked you for your address here a a few weeks ago. And so we got our first, um, do I have one here or what? Let me see.
0: Oh, it is here. So,
1: I got this. I'm sending this to you right now. Uh, This is says, see, it says old man jujitsu. I love love hats, bro. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm sending this off to you. I have, this is my line, this old man jujitsu line that I have. And I have some rash guards that are being made though, but I had the hats made and I have some, uh, um, some coasters and, uh, possibly a, possibly a whiskey flask that nice. uh, has old man jujitsu on it and uh so i'm sending you some gifts from me uh uh and uh, i was super excited that i got to meet you i'm i'm looking real- forward to what we can do in the in the future awesome i i i can't wait real so, quick
2: i just want yes. to put this up
1: there it is the Jujitsu
2: over 40 club
1: is and this you- that's the rash guard is that correct yes
2: we just had these made and uh they did quite well quite a few people bought them and you know it's just it it wasn't something that i really was looking to do it just kind of somebody kind of said something hey maybe you should do something with the group and maybe start making a logo or some you know some stuff and uh, here we are i made a rash garden and and, um it's it's great you know and that the whole group you know, loves it too. And we have the whole uh, Jiu Jitsu White Wolves and, and the uh, acronym WISE, which stands for wisdom, integrity, strength, and embrace. Embraces. And the yeah, reason we, we awesome. chose embrace as the last word, because you have to embrace the suck <laughs> in Jiu Jitsu. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this- you know, I tell I, I use that so much is uh, uh e- even in our got testing. I said this is going to suck today, so you might as well do, you know either either ring the bell. I have a bell in my studio. If you ring the bell, you leave the studio. You don't come back. Oh, it's, almost, like, almost, it, 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 it's like the Navy Seal bell. Yes, right? <laughs> I said you don't want to ring the bell. You <laughs> ring the bell, you ain't coming back. And uh so yeah, I don't want to see you. You know, embraces suck. Is just it. It just it just goes. It goes good. The white wolf, the whole thing with the gray, the white, the the white wolf. And, and I, I like it. I like it all. So we're
2: definitely we're definitely on to something.
1: Yeah, it's 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 great. And that's isn't it funny? That's how I got. Uh, so I'll be in Fullerton um, in July. I think there's a tournament open tournament out there in Fullerton. I don't know. They're, they're the ones that do it outside. Also, I think. Oh, is that um, World League? Yes. 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 Yeah, so. I, I think that's where it's at. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted, but I just had my old man jujitsu and my team three. That's our that's our coaches, team three and uh, and old man jujitsu. I just had a professional ten by ten made of that so when our students are competing they can you know they have a place to kind of go gather and stuff like that oh nice um this stuff will be in the mail to you my gift to you for coming on getting to meet you and stuff like that but you know the old man jiu-jitsu i told you the same thing happened i wore a couple rash guards that these guys there's not a real line out there for old men you know what i mean and uh and every time i wear it i don't i was just at costco wearing this one the other day and and i don't know i probably had a half a dozen old guys i said do you still roll and i go i do Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: uh i used to do it and and, you know this injury and this injury and i said i said old guys got to stick together man don't not do it because of young guys i said you know you you look for me and i'll make sure you're safe when you're in class you know what i mean so uh that that's been great yeah this has been awesome all us us
2: old guys got to stick together
1: that's correct you know that's correct and
2: and gals
1: yeah that's true i i i never like uh putting out putting out the ladies man i i hope to have that so i look forward to what we get to do in the future man it was great great having an hour with you uh chris our next one will be um you know uh, more specific more uh training specific for older guys i think that'd be a great great guy you remind me a lot of my own coach, you know, he's a smaller guy too. And, you know, he does all these cartwheel crazy shit all the time. Uh, you know, you know, you know, I, I'm the smash and pass, you know what I mean? So usually, uh,
2: usually the big guys are
1: yeah, right. And it's, (laughs) and it doesn't serve me well sometimes, bro. I'm I tell, I tell all the bigger guys, I was, you know, we had a couple of them in open mat yesterday. I said, what are you going to do? You know, you guys are rookies. I said, but you have somebody like me that's just as strong. I said, all that powering and stuff like that, it doesn't go anywhere. I said, I've learned this lesson the hard way by just getting these little guys just tossing me like I'm nothing because we have a lot. You know, we have weight behind us. They get us off balance and we're like a redwood tree, man. We're going to fall whichever way they go. And I said, so it's been a huge learning experience. Uh, Michelle says Chris is a spider monkey. Yeah. So, um,
2: I am the spider monkey. <laughs>
1: I'm more like the grizzly bear. Uh, so, it's, well, it's gonna
2: it's gonna be the, the, that when we meet, it will be the spider monkey
1: against uh the grizzly bear. <laughs> yeah, I look forward to it. I look I would, forward. You to know, it. also
2: just real quick, I would love to uh be a part of that whole kill house.
1: Oh, absolutely. Uh, that, would be, that would be great. Oh, I would, absolutely. I would dig that. Oh, okay, exactly. absolutely. When you come down, we, yeah, this, the, uh, it's, it's, it's a small little two, two room, but I'll tell you what, man, we get down in there, boy. That, I can tell you sounds, that. That sounds like okay. fun. We get down up in that room. So it'd be awesome. So, all right, Chris, I'll let you all go. Right, I'll let right. you have your 4th of July, man. I was, thank Happy you for George joining me on you. the 4th guys. You know, uh, it, I, I couldn't have been, uh, two old guys talking about, uh, uh, the new American pastime. It's not just Brazilian jitsu anymore. You know, it's, it's, America has brought it its own too. So it's, it's been great. All right. It was really good, man. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Bye-bye.
0: You've been listening to real talk with Mark Cox, real life, real topics, real conversation. We're passionate about motivation, fitness, self-defense, weight loss.